welcome to Make Change Fun and Easy with your happiness expert, Samia Bano. This is the podcast to help change makers, coaches, trainers, and healers break your chains of fear so you can create the impact and income you desire with fun and ease. Please make sure you subscribe to enjoy every episode. This podcast is sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Hello, salam, shalom, namaste, sasrikal, aloha, hola, ciao, bonjour, buna, and privet. It's really, really good to be with you again. And you know what? Of course, we have a very special guest with us today, and I'm so happy to have her with us. And our guest today is Vivian Joy, who is a deep structure mindset expert. That is so cool. Welcome. Hi. Had to find a hello that you hadn't used. Hi. (laughs) Oh, please, please tell us more about who you are and what you do. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. So yeah, I'm Vivian Joy, uh, and I'm known for helping women to get out of their own way. So I help them understand all of that mindset block, that self-talk, that kind of quite um, self-debilitating, self-sabotaging, procrastinating, that pretty much every woman knows at some point. And uh, yeah, so we understand where it comes from. So the deep structure stuff is understanding the origin of all this Mm. kind of self-talk and then we reset it and restructure the neuro pathways and so that's what I do and then I help women to build their business so give them the skills and the self-belief and the confidence and determination to then leave a legacy so I go from right from oh I'm not good at anything to wow I can change the world and I'm gonna leave a legacy so quite powerful experience uh, and very very rewarding yeah that's what I do oh that's amazing I love that and you know in some ways you mirror what I love to do with my clients also I'm a happiness expert of course so my first priority is really helping um, my clients really gain a sense of control over their mental emotional health because like I I I think you're you and I are on the same page on this that really good mental health is at the bottom or the foundation of all the success we can achieve and you know good mental health includes you know dealing with all of that mind talk that we have going on that can really bog us down like the criticisms and the judgments and the shame guilt etc that oftentimes even more than other people we tend to put on ourselves and it's yeah it comes from from inside our head Mm. we can we are the biggest critic and bully to ourselves than anyone outside of us Mm. and especially if we've had that in our lives Mm. if we've been bullied or we've been chastised or told we can't or we're not good enough we're too loud we're not loud enough we're you know too clever or not clever enough too pretty not pretty enough we then will believe that and carry on that conversation in our head continuously Mm. to the state where we 
absolutely believe it and we make it real becomes our reality and so unprogramming that that can take some time if you're doing it from now backwards but if you can go back to the point of origin i.e you know somebody in school at the playground or uh, a parent said something inadvertently or some higher power of authority uh, has said something to you when you're in a heightened state of emotion and you formed that belief we can unpick it right there it does a thing called a gestalt where it literally will then unchain the rest of the events throughout the, the life from that point forward so it's quite magical uh, and to watch it happening is is quite addictive i'm not gonna lie <laughs> quite addicted to that breakthrough point that moment of ah and i've got so many stories of my own actual you know i've done a lot of this work to be able to do what i do i train and mentor and accredit uh, coaches myself so help them to be nlp coaches which are the processes that help us understand what's going on in the neurology of our brain and how it's impacting our lives and how it's showing up so yeah very very important somebody said to me actually yesterday that mental health is life wealth and i thought that was lovely i really liked it I was like, i'm having that. i'm going to speak about that tomorrow so here we are and it's true because if we don't have that right mindset that right self-talk that right inner guidance and confidence then everything outside of ourselves is not our own creation it's yes. come from someone somewhere else and yeah. that is dis that's very disempowering because then we're living someone else's life mm. and uh, no, so many women especially will live the life that their partner wants their parents thought their children think they should have uh, and you know we we should be our true selves and therefore we have uttermost confidence at all times hey thanks for tuning into this episode Hope you're getting value out of it. For your information, this episode has been sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Are you a change maker, coach, trainer, or healer? Are chains of fear holding you back from making the impact and income you desire? Using a unique combination of positive psychology and the spiritual wisdom of our most effective change makers, the Happiness 101 program helps you break through your limiting beliefs and manifest the abundance and success you desire with fun and ease. Interested? Book a free Happiness 101 exploration call with me. Your happiness expert, Samia Vano. Just use my online calendar link in the show notes. Now back to the show. Yes, you're so true. I mean, even men are impacted by this dynamic for sure. I think what happens with us ladies, though, is that we care more. Maybe it's like a nurture thing where we are also taught to be more caring about what other people think and um not just caring about what they think but uh you know this is something i would often argue with my mom about in my uh, rebellious days where she was like it's your job as the woman to keep the peace because men they are not as mature they're not as emotionally intelligent uh when it comes to dealing with relationships it's your job as the woman 
I do think they've improved over time. I think that probably, but I think uh, women, um, yeah, w women have naturally do seem to care more what other people think for some reason, whereas men are more self-serving. Not all, it's a big sweeping statement, I know, and anybody watching this will be like, oh, that's not the case in my life. In um, which case, well done, congratulations. Um, but yeah, in my experience, and I've coached met lots of men, they usually have a problem, they find a solution, they get on with it. It's not normally yeah. about other things outside of them, actually apart from parents sometimes, that can that can work, but um, so yeah, so women, we like to think about it, we wanna talk about it, we wanna know why, we wanna work out how, like we really are very, curious and inquisitive whereas guys in my experience they find the problem they fix it and they get on like it's a very different experience in their own head they have a very different levels of self-talk their self-talk is all about problem solving whereas ours is all about the actual problem itself like stuck in that problem because our brains naturally want to find a way of being safe that is what we're conditioned for that's all we're conditioned for the unconscious and primal brain is to keep us alive keep us safe and to procreate actually that if you think we're it's quite primal really in that way so it doesn't it's not set for success and joy and happiness and fulfillment and satisfaction it's set for safety staying the same and certainty and unfortunately those three things don't line up to joyful experience of life they are you know keep us very samey and quite boring and quite bored um even in situations that we don't like we will stay in them so plenty of people stay in relationships and jobs that don't serve them and friendships that don't serve them health patterns because it's known and the brain says the unconscious brain which is nothing to do with the conscious brain by the way really says well this is what we're going to keep doing because it's nice and safe and so if we grow up that pattern into running a business, yeah. it's really unsafe. Like there's nothing safe about running a business. Like mostly at the time, you don't know if you're going to be able to build the business. You don't have the skills to sell and market and the strategy to keep that happening. You don't know if what you're going to deliver is right. You don't know if your pricing is right. You don't know if when you're talking on a video live that people are going to accept you or judge you. So it's a really unsafe environment. And most people are battling through that um through you know against their own nature really which is to stay nice and safe and sit and watch netflix and eat ice cream which is what most of us end up doing when we get into a fear state so yeah so a lot of what i do is to help people to just nudge themselves into a different level of comfort zone to understand actually what is really necessary rather than go full force into the business and then fail which uh, we see a lot of you know most businesses fail yes. in the past 12 months that is such an excellent point that is such an excellent point you're right uh i remember having a chat with my dad maybe when i was a teenager i was like in my late teens and uh i have like people in my family who have always been business people um and like I've heard them, you know, like growing up talking about business and at one level they would like say things and I'd be like, it's not complicated. Like what's the big deal, you know, about doing business? And I asked my dad that at one point in time and he said, you know, what gets really complicated about business is that the unpredictability because things are always changing. Yeah. 
and uh, like in the market and the environment in terms of what people are needing the trends etc and so that's the tricky part is being able to stay in touch with all of that change and then be willing to adapt to it because a lot of times um you know we we're not um either aware of the change we're like just okay I, i started to do things this way in my business and then this worked for me this is working for me just keep going keep going keep going and you know there's this resistance to change but it can really be your downfall and then he did mention a second reason why business can be difficult but that's uh going to take us on a different track <laughs> so <laughs> about change talking about i know that's what you do yeah nobody wants to do because change is risky yeah. change right. is not change is not the same change is not certain so what we have to do is get that level of certainty so i do a lot of visualization nlp is very much about timeline uh, understanding the timeline of where you've come from and the timeline of where you're going so that you can kind of vision it so you can really vision it in all its glory not just the loveliness but actually like for example um i've run lots and lots of events big events and the first time i ran a summit i remember one of my clients said are you nervous i said no i have visioned and lived this event a thousand times right down to nobody arriving my speakers not arriving the tech not working the food not being there the toilets not working the coffee so i've problem solved every part of that so actually on the day there's not really anything to fear because my brain has gone through that change process already and is already accepting so everything went perfectly apart from it snowed we had the beast from the east over in the uk i don't know if you remember that first i know it well first of march 2018 the first time i ran a big event uh, and uh, all of the women that arrived did so despite the snow. So it was very empowering. Some had never driven in the snow before. It was a really big deal. But so, yeah, that whole kind of creating the change that's right in the right way is really, really important. Because the trouble is what happens is we think, oh, that person over there got a great business or a great life or a great relationship. Uh, they must be doing it right. I must be doing it wrong. I have to do it their way. And then what happens is we see lots of people following all the kind of very successful coaches and leaders in the world, trying to do it their, the coach's way or the leader's way. And that's not their own way. So eventually they're doing life in somebody else's shoes and that doesn't work either. And also because the person has done it like that is because they had the skill and they had the idea and it was their, you know, it was their thing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We always want to stay safe. That is our first, primary objective is to stay safe and if you always remember that but most women say what's wrong with me why can't i just do this why can't i just get on with it why can't i jfdi why can't i you know be nike kind of just get on with it no because your brain is going to do everything to keep you where you are now it's gonna you're literally fighting your natural urge the whole time so that's what's nothing wrong with you your brain is working correctly it's doing what it's supposed to do to try and keep you safe so yeah uh, that curiosity of what if i did it slightly differently each time like building small habits you know i can't remember who wrote the book on that that's the that's a very empowered way of doing things i love it like me and i make massive changes very quickly because i've been doing it a long time so i can vision it really very clearly um and yes. decide a lot of stuff sometimes i vision things like launching things and think oh, actually it doesn't look i don't like it it doesn't feel right and that way i can stop myself from making that mistake which would definitely be a mistake yeah how do you make change what's how do you do things what's your process <laughs> oh interesting so 
Well, you know, in the context of mental health, uh, creating change in the context of mental health, that's my area of specialization. And so when I wrote my book, I created a very clean, clear, simple three-step system. And it's basically like a stop, heal, and grow. Oh, nice. You know, so it's like, first of all, you have to stop what... Nice wrong or what the problem is you have to stop the damage from getting worse um you know uh, like if you take an analogy of what if you were in an accident and you got physically injured you know you go to the doctor the first thing they're going to do is crisis management right if you're bleeding you need to stop the bleeding if you have a broken bone you have to make sure it so the damage doesn't continue to get worse so you have to identify what those causes are that might that have created the damage and that create more damage you put a stop to that and then you start the healing process you know that's like emergency stuff crisis managed um uh you know but then you still have to recover so so that's that that's its own skill set um you know to sort of uh, work with and then once you have been working on the recovery piece you reach to a certain point where you're like oh i'm back to where i was before we had that crisis and unfortunately most people just stop right there but actually you can keep growing from there and that's my favorite stage i love that yeah no, i love that yes so it's like keep growing after the healing you know and achieve even more excellence become even better than you were before the the crisis happened so uh i mean that's lovely yeah mm. so it sounds like you've got personal experience of this i feel like i'm interviewing you now but i'm genuinely curious i love that like we like many of us as coaches and you know therapists or healers in some way we are healing a version of ourselves so something has yes. happened that's why we're so passionate to help people and you can tell the people that are doing that and then there's others that are doing it more for money and for you know building a business in a different way so you it sounds like you've had that where there's been a crisis and you indeed indeed i i do talk about uh, my journey a lot um so i'm a survivor of child sexual abuse and so you know I mean everyone suffered trauma in their lives everyone I don't know a single person who hasn't suffered maybe they haven't suffered a major trauma that they're able to immediately identify like I can but everyone suffered small big trauma sometimes vicarious traumas where you're just dealing with other people's uh traumas in terms of uh, being present for their stuff um and but you know when when you do have a major trauma in your life uh that sort of really um like for me it just changed everything uh and just made me focus so focused first <laughs> like for a good decade on just my suffering and like i couldn't even think about or care about anyone or anything else That's the problem. remember what i said earlier yes. so women get problem like we <laughs> revel in it why and what did I do wrong and why me and we kind of sit in that almost yes. victim yeah yeah yes and you know 
the good thing about being in that stage also for me was that uh, one of the whys that I started asking was like, um, not only why is this happening to me, but or happened to me or, you know, like, um, but I also started asking the how, it's like, how can I help myself? How can I help myself stop suffering? Because I I'm like I reached a point where I was like, I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. So it really got me focused on learning everything that I could um, to like, really, it was, I started with just trying to help myself. And then, you know, you reach a point in your, in your healing journey where you're like, oh, it's actually not all about me. And actually, when I help somebody else, it actually helps me more. I, I yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah. And it was like a really beautiful realization for me because um, I have a brother who has, uh, I mean, he has a genetic uh, disorder because of which, you know, he has a disability. He's been in a wheelchair now for, oh my gosh, like 25 years or something. But when he first hit a point of crisis in his condition that landed him in the wheelchair, um, you know, it was like a point of decision. Like it was such a huge thing in, for my whole family to deal with. And it was a point where I had to make a decision. I'm, am I going to stay wrapped up in my own stuff or am I going to do something to help my brother? And thank God I made the decision to try and do something to help my brother because that for me was one of the first major breakthroughs I experienced in terms of coming out of my own fog and suffering and you know the the blackness that I had been stuck in uh it was like the first ray of light that guided me down the healing path so uh yeah well done (laughs) I think so many stay in that and they either suffer in depression or they sadly decide not to be here anymore on this Mm. incarnation so yeah, so well done for finding that. I think um, I look back. I'm, I, yeah, I've had a lot of trauma in my life, um, of which all of it I have recovered from. So I consider myself to be pretty resilient, you know. Um, yeah, I think some people then don't think they can cope, and that self-talk that we talked about before of I can't cope. How am I going to survive? What am I going to? Actually creates the problem. It actually becomes the problem because mm-hmm. people do recover. The mind recovers. The body recovers. Yeah. You know, most. But actually, the mindset is set. That the reason it's called a mindset mm. is it's what's well, whole job is. It's not mind expansion. It's mindset. Okay. So if you can change it and mm. unset it and just move it slightly, and it sounds like you did exactly that. Yeah. Okay, let's now this is where I was set I'm going to focus over here slightly I'm just going to focus on something outside of me or something that's going to give me a solution so when we go into solution based thinking that is where we start to get our answers that's where we start to get our shifts and our movements so um, yeah but most clients when they arrive with me and I'm sure with you uh, they are in this kind of stuck kind of going round in a circle and a cycle of 
you know, self-debilitation and, you know, problems. And of course, problems create problems and attract more problems and problem people as well. That kind of energy kind of, I don't know what your beliefs are around energy work, but yes. that kind of brings more. We attract like, attracts like, don't they say? So yes. when we're in this growth phase and we're kind of finding solutions, we, you know, solutions come towards us and we attract people in our world that help us to grow. So um, well yes. done for getting yourself out of, out yes. of that situation. Mm. It's all God's love, truly. Like that's my um, my my very firm belief that if I've been able to achieve any healing, any recovery, because I didn't know what I was doing, no idea. Like as a survivor of child sexual abuse, I didn't even know what to call what I had experienced. I didn't even have the language, you know. And so it's truly like, uh, for me, it has been a process of recognizing just one blessing after another and just one um, helpline after another that's been sent my way. And thank God I had enough motivation, um, you know, to grab on uh, and do what I could to move forward because you're right that is not something that we can we can take for granted like you're not always in that receptive mindset and that's yeah. when you're like really stuck you know uh and and i think that's actually the the most difficult part probably to to deal with uh is like when you're not in that receptive mindset you know you're 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 somebody is offering you love somebody's offering you help but you're not in the mindset to receive um yes. i mean i guess in some ways with the work that we do by the time our people find us they they are in a receptive state uh they're wanting to be helped uh, but some or very broken desperate actually uh, and, yes. you know, sometimes desperation creates a lack of belief in self mm. like I could be any different I'm so bad now I'm so broken I'm so debilitated I'm so my mindset is so bad that no one can help me I've had that said to me so many times mm. and I'm like give me 15 minutes you know I offer a 15 minute call to anybody really because my vocation in life is to help those people mm -hmm. and I say well let's just have 15 minutes and just see shall we let's just check how that is going because I can tell you now it'll be one thing that's creating everything and once we can understand what that is and we can unpack unpack and unpick and we reset that and uh, like say let get it get it to heal so what you know it's like like having a pro you know a bullet in you you can't yeah. heal while the bullet's in there so let's get the bullet out and then we'll let the wound heal and then as you say yes then yes you're so right you're so right because i agree with you like it does come down to that mindset piece as yeah. the the root cause um and i love <clears throat> and i love what you just were sharing also about uh for the people who who are in that stuck place where um they're feeling like oh i'm just stuck and that nothing can be done to be like hey let's just give it a try 15 minutes yeah. i love it what have you got to lose kind of stuff like you know yeah. what have you got to lose worst case scenario we'll have a chat and you'll absolutely be proved right that you're completely broken and no one can help you and you know then you can at least but this way at least you'll know rather than yeah. the moment 
we tell ourselves some utter rubbish. We really do. We we, we tell ourselves things that are not true and haven't been true for years. Uh, you know, I I created a belief when I was about eight years old based on a little experience that I had with my mother. It wasn't her intention, but one day I couldn't get to school. I wasn't very well. I didn't I didn't want to get out of bed. You know, if you've got children, you let, identify with this. Not. And my mum shouted up the stairs to me, you're so lazy, Vivian. And my head put that down as a belief. And I've had such a problem to, to release that belief. And I'm like, sometimes I work 15 hour days because I'm so committed to what I do. Like that's not the behavior of a lazy person. Yet sometimes I still hear myself say, come on, don't be so lazy. And I laugh at it now. I'm just like, oh, it's ridiculous that my eight year old self, I'm now 50 years old, is still having an impact on my 50 year old self, even though I've proven time and time again how not lazy I am. Um, so yeah, sometimes the beliefs we lay down and oftentimes they were never true in the first place anyway. I wasn't lazy even as an eight year old. I just wasn't well, so. Yeah, <laughs> we have all yeah. sorts of beliefs. The, there's this um, idea that oftentimes, you know, um, when when people will say things to us that are hurtful, um, either we will uh, take it on as true and yeah. and then you know work accordingly, or there's a part of us that you know feels rebellious and it's like no i will prove you wrong and um and i find i I'm, i would love to get your perspective on like when you get into this energy of the rebellion of prove i will prove you wrong um is that a helpful energy and mindset to be in or is there any downsides to that also oh, well that's a great question um and i can't answer it from that perspective because i'm i don't i'm trying to reach into my brain and think have i ever needed to prove someone wrong but i've done this work for so many years i started nlp when i was 23 so a long long time ago before you know it was mainstream more and anybody knew what it was really tony robbins was the only guy really using it um and uh I learned very much that it wasn't about anyone else, so I didn't have to prove anyone wrong. But I tell you what, proving myself right, um, I never really realized that until this moment, but actually proving myself right, like I can do this, I have got this, I am capable. So I, uh, I was made redundant from a job um, about 20 years ago, must be now, I've been in business for 20 years, and it wasn't about proving them wrong as much as say, I'm proving how good I can do this if you don't make me redundant. So I think it was not really about them, it was always about me, but I'm not saying people don't have that. But I think whatever you can use, you know, if you've got it within you, you can use it. And so it's better to use that energy to propel you forward mm. than to say, oh, actually, you're right. I'm rubbish. I can't do that. I'm not useful. I'm not, you know, whatever else has been said, that would just kind of keep you stuck. So listen, yeah. if it's going to motivate you forward use whatever force you can get right until you realize what is doing that and can let that go it's been like it's a bit like a, an anchor or a rudder isn't it so one's going to steer you one's going to weigh you down so one's going to steer you then go and be steered by whatever that you know it could be a storm but it's going to get you to the island rather than sit in that passive water so um yeah great question though but no never had to prove anybody wrong actually not ever i've had to prove myself wrong a few times <laughs> right actually <laughs> prove yourself wrong Vivian you're not lazy oh I know what you can do why don't you run a 5k you know why don't you do a marathon why don't you swim like you know, uh, five kilometers and prove that you're not lazy so if anything else it's the other way around actually <laughs> great question Mary. thank oh, you yeah you know I asked that question because I know I have gone through this a lot in my life where 
either uh, I'm like trying to prove somebody wrong or where I was trying to prove myself right. I love that perspective of looking at the situation. Uh, and uh, while it did propel me forward to a certain extent, I did find myself reaching a point where um, this sort of started to become dysfunctional for me. Uh, uh, you know, uh, like a vengeance, revenge thing. Yeah. Uh, not even like vengeance and revenge, but like limiting my sense of choice in what I could do because you know it's like if, if I'm so so like uh, stuck on this idea of proving myself right or proving the other person wrong then I have to do the thing that will prove to them or to myself that I'm right and they're wrong and so then you know, uh, for every choice I make, there's consequences, right? Like everything I say yes to doing and focusing on and spending my time on, I'm saying no to lots of other things, uh, you know? And so um, I found that it started to restrict my sense of choice in what I could do. And um, that was like a huge problem. And then I also <laughs> realized that there were a few people in my life who seemed to realize this about me and they started to use this against me. They were like, when they wanted me to do something, they'd be like, oh, prove me wrong. Prove me uh, wrong if I, I, if I would resist. Um, you know, then they'd be like, oh, so you are like this, you are like that. And if you are not, then prove me wrong by doing what I said. And I'd be like, I'm going to prove you wrong, <laughs> you know? And so it actually, you know, yeah. And I didn't even realize that it, it became like a tool of manipulation uh, that people were using against me because they realized this pattern that I had developed. And it was such a strong pattern that I had developed. Well, you see, everything is a pattern. Everything we do in life is a pattern. We, we're born and we create beliefs and strategies for life. Everything is a pattern. That's what NLP is. So we're understanding those patterns and scrambling them and changing them. And that's how we reprogram the neural pathways. So that pattern was a strong one. Yeah, um, a strong driver by the sound of things. But um, sometimes we don't understand why we do things. Like um, somebody said to me the other day about things we do in the kitchen that our mothers did. Like, I don't know about you, but I still do. I sometimes I'm thinking I am actually my mother at this point I'm just doing some like why am I still doing this why do I put this cloth into this bit of liquid here like what like I've got I can afford all the cloths in the world now like my mum probably had that one cloth that she had to make last like we're still doing the same things that we all did um because that's our normal it's safe it's certain and it's the same right remember so that's why so that pattern served you at some point and then you just did it again and again and again until it no longer served you but we have to be able to get leverage for change like change doesn't normally just happen um yeah. it's like we, we either have to be really bad where we are or really good where we want to go that kind of light and dark it has to be really dark and horrible for us to go well i'm not being here anymore or really light and beautiful and gorgeous for us to go right i want to be over there and yeah. once we can get ourselves into i don't like it here and i really want to be there that's where that motivation becomes dedication like we're absolutely doing it it's you know no question no nothing and as long and if we can see our future past that as well then that is just another stepping stone to where we're going so uh, that's how I take to 
it's yeah, it's good stuff. I'm... We're in a great game, aren't we? We're in a great job. It's just a powerful, beautiful, lovely, energetic, you know, lovely job. I've some of my friends have got jobs, and I just think, God, I couldn't do that job. I just think, oh, they probably look at me and think they couldn't do listen to people all day, so they probably couldn't do it either. But it's lovely when you find your thing, isn't it? Indeed, indeed. I I think one of the greatest joys in our life is being able to do what we love and make money at it because then you can truly do it and not worry about having to do something else to get the money so that you can survive in this in this world in terms of you know the need for money. Uh, so that is so awesome been so lovely thank you yes indeed oh thank you so much Vivian uh, I'm sorry to say we are running out of time for today but I really really appreciate all the wisdom you have shared with us um, and there there is actually still questions that are coming to my mind that I would love to follow up with you lovely well you know where I am happy to be here <laughs> always let me know yes yes uh, we'll probably have to call you back um, but just for right now, do you have any last thoughts that you'd like to share? No, just that, you know what, everything's changing anyway. So, you know, you, ha you have to go with the changes. So you may as well enjoy it. Enjoy the change. Now, I'm Vivienne Joy, and that's She Enjoys is the name of my business, because most people don't enjoy it. They fight it. They don't want it. Like, you should be the person that creates the change for yourself, and it's your change you're empowered to do that not because someone else says or because you think you have to so if you can turn your life into being the change that you're creating for yourself being that change maker and leader of your own life that's where the joy comes from that's where the satisfaction and feeling like you're living that life of freedom that everybody talks about so yeah if you're stuck and you know you want to change or you need to change or you have to change or you're in that place and you you do need support like i'm the best coach and the coach trainer i know and i get that told a lot but i struggle to change myself I need someone to ask me better questions and help me understand me because it's a bit like somebody said to me once an optician can't operate on their own eye yeah. like an eye yeah. surgeon can't do their own eye surgery and it's exactly the same so anybody listening to this if you're stuck and it doesn't feel right then it's wrong and get some help if you need some help and there's lots of people around can help you and make sure it feels right when you're getting the help from that person because not everybody is there uh, is right for you so yeah they're my last thoughts on it really oh thank you thank you so much and absolutely i i agree with you on that and uh for those of you who are listening i'm going to give you uh, my last thought slash reminder and that is to check the show notes because we are going to drop vivian's links there so if you feel connected uh, with vivian if you feel that she's the right person who might be able to help and support you please connect with her and um yes get the help and support that you need whenever you feel ready for that and until we connect next time i just wish you lots and lots of peace and joy thank you me too <laughs>